0: Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. I'm your host, Chance Miller. Leading off today, if you're planning to make an app for Apple Vision Pro, Apple has confirmed this week that developing for Vision OS requires an Apple Silicon Mac. Xcode 15.2, the platform used by developers for Apple devices, runs on Intel Macs. But Apple says that the Vision OS SDK will require a Mac with M1, M2, or M3 inside. Apple hasn't explained any reasoning behind this limitation. It's possible that the Vision OS simulator just doesn't perform as well on Intel machines, and it's also likely that Apple just didn't feel the need to invest in improving the Vision OS simulator on Intel in a world where Intel Macs are becoming fewer and far between. In fact, Apple itself no longer sells any Mac with an Intel chip inside. This year's release of macOS Sonoma dropped support for a number of different Macs with Intel chips, including the 12-inch MacBook, the 2017 iMac, and the 2017 MacBook Pro. So if you haven't made the switch to Apple Silicon yet, and you're a developer, you may want to consider making the jump, especially if you're at all interested in Vision Pro. In other news today, Apple has released a new firmware update for the Magic Keyboard. Apple says that this update addresses a Bluetooth security vulnerability and is available now for a handful of different Magic Keyboard versions. According to Apple, this firmware update was released on Tuesday, January 9th, and Apple added it to its security website earlier this morning. Apple says the vulnerability allowed someone with physical access to a Magic Keyboard to obtain its Bluetooth pairing key and that person could then monitor Bluetooth traffic from the keyboard. The issue was first reported by a security researcher to Apple in December, and a fix is now available. Apple says this fix is available for the Magic Keyboard, the 2021 revision of the Magic Keyboard, the Magic Keyboard with numeric keypad, the Magic Keyboard with Touch ID, and the Magic Keyboard with Touch ID and the numeric keypad. The firmware update is version 2.0.6, Apple says that Magic Keyboard firmware updates are automatically delivered in the background while the Magic Keyboard is actively paired to a device running macOS, iOS, iPadOS, or tvOS. You can check your Magic Keyboard's current firmware version on your Mac by going to System Settings, choosing Bluetooth, and then tapping on the I button next to your Magic Keyboard in the list of devices. We are sponsored this week by Collide. In fact, 47% of companies allow unmanaged, untrusted devices to access their data. Collide finally solves the device trust problem. Collide ensures that no device can log in to your Okta-protected apps unless it passes your security checks. Plus, you can use Collide on devices without MDM, like your Linux fleet, contractor devices, and every BYOD phone and laptop in your company. Visit collide.com slash 925Mac daily to watch a demo and see how it works. That's com slash 925Mac daily. Running out this week, as expected, the International Trade Commission has filed its response to Apple's request to stay the Apple Watch ban for the duration of Apple's appeal of the ITC ruling. The background here is that the ITC ruled in October that the Apple Watch Series 9 and Ultra 2 blood oxygen sensor infringes on two patents held by medical device company Massimo. Following a 60-day presidential review period, Apple was forced to briefly halt all sales of those devices in the U.S. last month. The Series 9 and Ultra 2 returned to the market after a U.S. appeals court granted Apple's request to pause the ban while it awaits a decision from U.S. Customs and Border Protection. U.S. Customs and Border Patrol is the agency that will make a decision on whether Apple's proposed software redesign of the Ultra 2 and Series 9's blood oxygen sensor avoids infringing on the two Massimo patents. That decision is expected on January 12th. Simultaneously, Apple has also requested to pause the Apple Watch ban throughout the entire duration of the appeals process. But in a filing on Wednesday, the ITC officially opposed Apple's request to pause the Apple Watch sales ban, saying that Apple's arguments amount to little more than an indisputably adjuncted infringer requesting permission to continue infringing the asserted patents. According to the ITC, Apple presents a weak and unconvincing case to invoke the extraordinary remedy of a stay pending approval. So what happens next? While today was the deadline for the ITC to submit its response to Apple's request, other parties have until January 15th to file their support of or opposition to the ITC's ruling with the court. The U.S. appeals court will then make a decision on whether or not to pause the Apple Watch ban through the duration of Apple's entire appeal of the initial ITC ruling. If the U.S. Customs Agency rules that Apple's software change is inadequate, and the appeals court rejects Apple's request for a stay on the ban, the Apple Watch Series 9 and Apple Watch Ultra 2 would then be removed from the market again. So the decision from U.S. Customs is expected on Friday, January 12th, and the decision from the appeals court is expected next week, as early as January 15th. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5mac.com, Follow along with me on threads at Chance H. Miller, and we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.